You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lisamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 69 of BNI, the Australian story. My name is Veronica, and we are once again together, Mr. Brent Edwards and I, the executive director of the Melbourne South Region. Hi, Brent. Hi, Veronica. Hello, all. And uh, hopefully we're now heading down the uh, down the way of most of the country being able to uh, be free again, which is which is a great thing and a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. And before we get into today's guest and today's podcast, I just wanted to congratulate you on your launch of your new business. Um, and maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about it because uh, it is a really awesome concept. Oh, thank you, Brent. Well, it wasn't a podcast about me today, but I will take my little 60 seconds. Um, So yesterday we launched a business that we've been working on for 12 months since COVID last year, and it's called Essestone. They're virtual headstones. So for anyone who's passed away and they want to be able to capture all the beautiful details of someone's life in more than just a 45-minute service, you can have an e-stone, which means that um, family and generations and people all over the world can connect with a loved one, all of the pictures, the um, event from the funeral, the live stream, the eulogy. And uh, it's really exciting because yesterday was our launch officially so that we can go out there and start rolling it out to all the beautiful families that especially have lost people during COVID. Oh, it looks fantastic. And uh, big you. congratulations to you. And uh, what's the use of having your own podcast if you can't plug your own business, really? <laughs> That's right. But you know what we say, you know, every, it's about give us gain in BNI, isn't it? So I kind of feel like you and I get the best, uh, out, the most value out of each podcast each week because we're the ones who get to meet people and find out all about these stories. It's like we have one-to-ones um, every single week, but not just the ones that we have to have, but the ones that we get to have, which are just a bonus. So I think we, we actually uh, get the most value out of these podcasts. Oh, we should be putting this as a stat in BNI Connect. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started. Oh, no, no, don't, don't give people <laughs> ideas. Don't give people ideas. I did actually have someone on uh, on the phone to me the other day going, oh, by the way, can we put this in as a one-to-one? I said, no, we cannot because we haven't caught up. We haven't had a good conversation about each other's businesses. We haven't spoken business. We haven't spoken about how we can refer each other. But nice try. I said to them on the phone. Um, so today... I get it as well, V. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, we have a another great guest with us today and um, I always get a bit of a... Um, a bit of a kick when I see people coming onto the podcast that I've met through trainings um, or possibly through some networking opportunities that BNI Australia have put on, who obviously support this podcast, and we're very grateful for them for doing that. But I just think it's so great the way BNI are now uh, creating this opportunity via Zoom for us to be able to network nationally. And this is how I met our next guest. So uh, why don't you do the honours? Yeah, well, uh, we're staying in Victoria now, but uh, a little bit out of Victoria. And um, over on the west coast of uh, Port Phillip Bay is a place called Geelong. And there we will find Cameron Walker from Walker Safety Services. So welcome to BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Cameron, great to have you here. Yeah, thanks, Brent and Veronica. It's great to be here and thanks for the opportunity. 
So um, can you please tell our listeners um, uh, how long you've been a member of BNI and what position do you hold in your particular group? So I've been in BNI for just under two years. Um, in February next year, it'll be two years. It feels like ten, but it's only less than two. <laughs> you had to be like that. <laughs> and it, in that time, so last year in October, I stepped into the vice president role, which I thoroughly loved. I really enjoyed that role. Um, and this year, I've transitioned into the president role. Um, and I'm also an amb ambassador for a, a chapter and a support director for a chapter as well. So, yeah. Good on you. It's just like those positions. You're, you're all in now. <laughs> well, I, I said I said to my wife when uh, when we we're looking at joining a chapter, and I said, if I'm going to go into B and I, I'm going to go all in. So I think I threw myself in the deep end and, and went for it. <laughs> so you're fully indoctrinated into the uh, into the group, and you're in uh, the Melbourne West region, which uh, which is uh, Helen Searles region down there. Hello. To Helen, to Helen, sorry. And um, what um, what chapter in what um, position do you hold? Yeah, so I, my my chapter is Business Edge, which is one of the four or five I think now in in the Geelong area. And there's some uh, chapters outside of the Geelong area as well, down the coast. Uh, so Business Edge, and currently in the president role. Awesome. And um, how did you originally find out about this uh, well kept secret of BNI? <laughs> Well, it was interesting because I had never heard of BNI, and I was in this uh, stage where I was, I had ideas about my business, and I was starting to put it all together and launch it. And one of the things I did is I, I got myself a mentor, and he was fantastic. And one of the the pieces of advice he said was, "Have you heard about BNI?" And I said, "No." And he said, "Well, you need to Google it, find a chapter to go visit, and and check it out." And I did that. And at the time, I was working in in the city in Melbourne, and I went to a Melbourne chapter. And then, and I absolutely loved it. So then what I did is I, I visited two chapters in, in Geelong and the first one was the, the chapter I'm in and I went and visited another chapter and um, I quickly went back to the first chapter because I loved the energy and it was a, it was a perfect fit for me, the people in the room and, and just the, the vibe I got from that chapter. And so I made a decision pretty quickly and, and joined. This is, um, and this is one thing we've really been training our chapters um, in this part of the world, and, and hopefully we get the message across Australia is, you know, chapters need, your BNI meeting each week is an event. You need to run a great event. And uh, if you want people to be quality people to be a part of your, um, a part of your team, they want to be a part of a, a, a chapter that runs a really great quality event. So tell us the difference between the two chapters you went to and why one just felt like you wanted to be a part of that than others, because I believe there's a lot in that for our listeners today and, you know, running their chapters as a as a really great uplifting event. Yeah, I actually, uh, I'm interested in knowing the answer to that question too, Brent, because, uh, I, and you've actually been doing a big drive on this of late, making um, B&I the, the highlight of a member's week. And I think that that's really important um, that we do that. And especially with Cameron being in the president role, I would really be interested to know what Cameron's doing in his chapter also to make that um, a highlight for the members week. So, sorry, um, Cameron, just taking over the question. Yeah, a bit of a technical issue, Cameron. We lost you there for yes. a tick, but um, sorry about that. I don't know if you got the full question. I, I wanted to ask you um, what, what differences you saw between the two chapters you looked at um, the, you know, that one ran a, a much better version of the B&I meeting than the other. 
Um, and, and so that's a really good question. And my answer has it really helped myself and my chapter that I'm involved in, in the way we operate as a chapter and we engage our visitors. And I think it was a visitor experience. So I, I had a, a really, really good experience. And um, I think if, we, if you have a, an, an okay experience, then you can go visit other chapters and it's and you, then you see a, a bit of a wow. But if you have that first experience in a chapter as the wow experience, then every other chapter you go to, you go, well, hang on, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not thinking about this chapter. I'm thinking about that wow chapter, which was the first one I visited. So for me, it was all about the visitor experience and the visitor follow-up and, and then the process with the application as well. It didn't feel like it was hard work. Yeah, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And um, V, nice save there when we lost Cameron. Uh, <laughs> we, we won't edit it. It was, uh, it, I think, I think it'll be okay, but <laughs> nice save there. Hey, so um, Cameron, when you joined B&I, you only had one client and yeah. now you've built your business up through it. Can you tell us a little bit about that and actually how you actually leverage the opportunity through visiting other chapters? Because what you do is not represented in other chapters around the place. Yeah, so my story starts with um, I've, I've been in the, in the safety industry for 17 years, so I've got lots of experience, and I was working a full-time travel role, and we made my wife and I made the decision that it was time to start the business. I secured a client over about a six-month period, and, and that was enough to, for me to say, I think we're ready to, to leave that full-time job and, and leap into the business full-time. But it wasn't without some sort of, you know, concerns. And the first thing was, uh, well, I really, really need to find clients. This is, uh, there was no other option, but the business was going to work. It was just then how I find clients. And B&I seemed like, uh, it, it looked like it worked. And I thought, well, this is going to work for me. So um, when I joined, it was, it was in, within a couple of weeks, I'd met Helen Searle, the, the wonderful Helen Searle, the executive director for the region. And she gave me some advice and she said, you need to go visit as many chapters as you can because you're the only category, um, you're the only person in the category in, in our region. So I said, okay, well, if Helen's saying this, I must do it. So I did. And I started visiting all the chapters. And then uh, with COVID, Zoom made it even easier to visit chapters. So I started visiting chapters in Melbourne and even all over the country. And so what that did for me is it it, it took away the limitation of just having the, the 25 or 30 people in the chapter that could refer to me. And I started open up, opening up possibilities of creating um, connections with people in BNI. And not only building relationships with them, but then also um, getting access to their contacts and connections. And so over that time, I've built some really good relationships with uh, BNI members across uh, the state and the country. And those relationships, uh, what they do is they give me some ongoing referrals. So they give me referrals at different times, but it's also given me those introductions to their people that they know as well. And recently, one of those uh connections was uh from a member in the melbourne central region where I'd, i've connected with them in the past and they passed me a referral which is a, a twenty thousand dollar referral um which is great for my business um and the the journey's taken me in less than two years in being i from that one client to 90 clients now that i work with uh which wow. i don't think 
I could do that in the time frame without BNI. I think BNI has really accelerated every aspect mm. of um, growing my business. I, think I, I just need to um, to say that this is a perfect example of BNI being your biggest client. And I, you know, I, I love it when people say to me, "Oh, look, I don't know if I've got the time to turn up to a meeting." And I, and my response is, "Well." would you have the time to turn up to a client who possibly gave you a million dollars of business a year? And so I think that we just need to put our, our, our meetings into a perspective, which is not about just turning up to a room full of people and if you're lucky enough to have breakfast, it's about turning up to a room full of opportunities for you to meet your biggest client and that is BNI. So I just think it's a great example of how BNI has helped you go from one to 90 in such an incredibly short space of time. And it's a, it's a, but it's a business meeting. BNI is a business part of your business, and often you hear people talking about you know, it's a, you, they're your marketing people and their sales team and all those things. But I think it's even bigger than that. It's this opportunity to connect with people anywhere and um, have relationships with people that actually give you really quality clients, introductions to clients, and help you grow a business if you want to do that. And for me, it was really just making sure that I say. B&I is a big part of my business, so I will give whatever time I need to it. Yeah, one to uh, 90 clients in just under two years. Wow, what a uh, what a success story. And um, and being able to leverage those referrals from uh, from other businesses uh, outside your group and, and the like just by building those relationships. And, and you know, <clears throat> people may be listening and think, well, oh, if I just turn up to other groups, I'll get business. No, it doesn't really work that way. You've still got to actually work on those relationships with those people and build those relationships. Be credible in their eyes because, you know, then it's just because you're a part of BNI, they're not going to instantly open up their their uh, their their um, database to you yeah. and connect you to their best referrals. You know, you've got to be credible. You've got to seem like you know what you're doing. You've got to actually take the time to say, hey, you know, we should have a one-to-one with the people you want to meet within those chapter, in those chapters, instead of just attending a meeting on Zoom and and uh, saying I'm here, I'm here to uh, you know grab some referrals while I'm here, and it doesn't really work that day that way. And I think you probably agree with that, um, Cameron, that you really have to um, you know work on that when you're actually you know networking outside your group. Yeah, I do agree with that, hundred uh, percent. I think some of the connections I've made, they haven't led to any referrals. Um, but they've been really good relationships that I've been able to make with those people. And, and some of them have been uh, um, relationships that have taken 12 months before I can get a referral. And, you know, in that less than two years, 12 months is a long time uh, when you're talking about two years. And so, and, and I've uh, been working with one gentleman in, in our region and, and that's been a lot of just work we're doing together which isn't re referral work, It's but now he's um, talking about using my services for his work as well. So it, what I always say to people is um, never, never say no to an opportunity to connect with someone because you never know what that will lead to. And in business, if we allow ourselves to open up to any opportunity, um, it may not lead to something straight away, but you'd be amazed at what it does lead to eventually. Yeah. I just have to reiterate something here to our listeners. If you're visiting other chapters and you've got referrals for those people and you can connect those people with that within other chapters, you know, the give us game process, you know, works there as well. It's not just about 
visiting and saying, oh, there's people who, who I can get services to. If you can connect those people within that group to the people that they want as well um, outside, of, outside of that group through your contacts, so you probably can't connect through your own group, um, yeah, that's really key to that also. Now, you've been able to leverage um, a bit more from being in the, well, virtually leadership team and the DNA team out of your, and DNA stands for Directors and Ambassadors um, team, um, to help your business as well through your, uh, through your BNI journey. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, and, and just on your comment before, I think the giver's gain is so important and, and, and people who in B&I in go into um, anything with the giver's gain approach, they always do really well out of that and it's important to remember that we're there to help others as well. Um, the the leadership stuff and the involvement for me and the director and ambassador involvement has been so uh, helpful for me as well. Um, not so much in referrals, but what I've found really valuable in both the leadership and the director and ambassador staff is the the personal growth for me, um, the, the, the gain in confidence, um, you know, in, in speaking, public speaking, and on Zoom, that's still, you know, people get scared of speaking on Zoom, and that's, uh, that's not always easy to do, but it's really given me a lot of confidence. But just helped me with, um, I guess, some business tools and business ideas on how to um, how BNI works and how we support these chapters as well, and then how I can sort of use that in my own business. So very, I think BNI BNI has this very big um, way of supporting people, and so um a director and an ambassador that's their role is to support others in other chapters so you're, you're taking yourself out of the, your own chapter and you're doing that for others so i've brought that into my business and i've really tried to make sure that i'm supporting not only my clients but my, my staff as well i love it and uh an awesome way of talking about the benefits of being on the leadership team and the dna team man if you're listening and and that sort of thing appeals to you, you like helping others, look up your local executive director and, and ask a question, have a one-to-one -one with them, ask about being on the uh, director ambassador team as well. Preferably if you've already been in a leadership team role also, um, yeah, that's a really good precursor to what we do of getting people into that uh, into those roles and, and doing things a bit further and opens up another world. And, you know, um, Veronica and Cameron came on today, they realised they actually met each other in an event we just had for directors and ambassadors in a breakout room uh, over recent times as well, which I uh, only just realised when they come on today. So you know that's some of the uh, that's some of the connections as well. Hey, this has been great hearing your story, um, Cameron. We ask all our guests, what would be a tip you'd give to BNI members to achieve success within our organisation? I guess you've got to be prepared for what BNI is going to give you. So if you're if you're just there for, for work or if you want to grow your business, set yourself up for that. Really get yourself prepared and set up for what BNI can give you. Um, because if you're not, then what may happen is that you uh, you feel that BNI is too much. So it, as you grow and as you get more uh, work, um, make sure you are using BNI resources with with members and and uh, directors and executive directors to help you grow and scale your business. And and also my biggest tip is go out and visit 
as many chapters and connect with as many people as you can because it is absolutely awesome and you get to meet some really great people. Yeah, you never that. know who you're going to run into and who they know. And Correct. for our um, for our members out there listening, occupational health and safety person in your chapter. Obviously, there's a uh, there's a bit of work for them. Get them in, invite them along as uh, as visitors to the group to be a part of it. Um, Cameron, it's been great having you on the podcast today and hearing your story. It's uh, really inspirational. How you've grown your business in under two years during a pandemic. Uh, is absolutely amazing from one to 90 clients within uh, within your uh, within your BNI journey. Um, would you like to give your business a bit of a plug while you're here? Because we're all about giving everyone's business a plug. Where can people find you? Yeah, so the business is Walker Safety Services. We, um, we work with a range of clients in a range of industries, everything to do with workplace health and safety, um, which includes ongoing support for our clients so they can they can use us as a, um, a go-to outsourced uh, resource for them. We can help them with workplace health and safety. Uh, you can you can find me and my business through BNI Connect or on our socials, Facebook and Instagram, or through our website, which is walkersafetyservices.com. Fantastic. Thank you, Cameron. Thanks. So, uh, B... Another great guest. Thank you to Helen Searle for uh, putting us on the Cameron uh, today from Melbourne West. And uh, you know, there's a there's a big area of uh, a big area of BNI in places where you wouldn't wouldn't think, like Geelong, five chapters. You know, uh, in that area alone, which is absolutely amazing how that's grown. I, a few things just came to mind um, while Cameron was on. Firstly, um, I just wanted to congratulate him for his uh, his his virtual background because it's got his uh, his name, his email, and his phone number on it. And I, it's the only one I've ever seen when we've been in a Zoom meeting. Um, obviously, with you, Brent, it's different because you're a, you're a director. But I, I think to have a member with all of that detail there, it's just so clever and so simple to do. And I think um, if, if you're listening now. Do that on your backdrop if you're using a virtual backdrop because I've already written down his email and, and phone number while we've been sitting there. <laughs> so incredibly articulate. And the way that he spoke about how he's leveraging BNI in his own business, um, for someone who's only been there for two years, uh, he's got such a clear sense of value in BNI and how to actually do that that he actually explained it to me better than I could explain it to myself just then. And the fact that he took on a BP role, only a few a, a BP role a few months after he'd got into the chapter, well, that just speaks to his courage because a lot of people don't want to jump into VP and it's a great role. You can really sink your teeth into it. And so just a big congrats to Cameron because he's shown, um, he has set himself up for success in BNI and gone all in. And I think that is a real, a real trick. You want to make it work, get in there and put the work into it. Yeah, you're forgetting the big picture of the uh, excavator on the back too on his back. <laughs> too, which is, uh, which is I did, I did love that. But I was like, I've been, um, I found Cameron extremely interesting when we had a one to one. Uh, uh, we were in a breakout room, kind of doing a mini one to one, and so to have him on the podcast today was fantastic. But just a little digression: we hit twenty five thousand downloads. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. I think we're nearly close to twenty six thousand now. So. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for uh, for listening to our podcast. We're uh, we're really chuffed that we're uh, we're getting such a such a widespread. And you know, none of this can be done without the uh, support of the BNI um, executive director team and BNI Australia, who um, who who have actually you know it does cost money to put this on, 
and uh, out of their marketing budgets. Um, they've all kicked in to, uh, to keep us going for uh, this year and uh, they're very happy with the results so far. So thank you to those guys and thank you to you guys for, uh, to listening, for listening to us. I think next year, next um, podcast, I might say, hi, Brent, how are you and where are you? Every time I hear that from Priscilla, I'm like, I've got to do that with Brent next uh, next episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm in my office on a Zoom screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is your tip for the week? Well, we spoke earlier about sort of businesses, you know, getting up and running again. And sometimes Businesses get so busy, they, they can't, they, they think something's got to give. And usually they say, oh, I've just got to, being I's got to give for now um, because I just haven't got time for it, um, which is really poor thinking. And, you know, thinking back, you know, people seem to forget fairly quickly what got them through all these hard times. It was usually their B&I group that got them through. Yeah. So instead of thinking of B&I as a hindrance, Think of BNI as okay. I'm going to be really busy. Can I activate my BNI team to help me through this? And that's the way to do it. And that's the best way to do it. And then you'll get more referrals for down the track because you know as we've come out of lockdowns and everything, there's been booms, and then it's gone back to normal. And everyone's like, oh, I need some work. So you know the booms only going to last for so long in this. So you know I I really love this um old adage that I heard from. Um, a US director, Mike Macedonio, and he said, you don't stop going to the gym when you get fit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. okay, I'm going to the gym, I'm fit, I've got lost all the weight I've got to be, or I'm done now, I'll go off to the pie shop and have some pies or something. But, <laughs> yeah, and some beer and all that sort of stuff. So, <laughs> I'll go to the gym know, or the pie shop. <laughs> well, I, I've, got to keep, I've got to keep exercising so I can still have beer and pies. But... Um, <clears throat> You know, you don't stop going to the gym just because you're fit. And the same thing with B&I. Just because you've got a heap of work all of a sudden, you don't stop, you know, doing the things that bring in those that work. And if yeah. you're really flat out right now, and I think I've said this before, focus on the golden goose in your presentations. If you can't take any work for the next two months because you're booked out, focus on the golden goose. Focus on that golden goose you've been looking for, not just the bread and butter referrals, but focus on the dream referral and get people to start thinking about the dream referral or start thinking about referrals you need in 2022. Yeah. And if you can start forward planning with that and and do your presentations and your communications around forward planning towards that dream referral or something you will need in 2022, that's where you um, it's a better way to leverage this and keep the relationships going, keep working, activating your team and, um, you know, You'll get a rest. You'll get a rest at Christmas. We take four weeks off at Christmas anyway, so you you know you just got to uh, you know see it out until the end of the year, recharge your batteries, and back in it next year. Yeah, I think it's it's really really great advice this week, and I think um, if anyone else out there like me is feeling a little bit of excitement slash anxiety about what's next. I think it's because we just don't know, but we've lived with uncertainty for a couple of years. But one thing I know for sure is I have my BNI meeting every week. I've got that team of people there that are always there supporting me, expecting me to be there, keeping me accountable. So I think it's just a fantastic tip. Activate your BNI networks and just remember that they're part of your business. If you diarise your meeting, your whole meetings for the year, you shouldn't book anything in around it. Yeah. And this is a key thing. Have control of your calendar. 
if you haven't got control of your calendar, you are just an employee. If you've got control of your calendar, you're a business owner. Wow. That's an even bigger tip than the one you just gave us. You just held on to that <laughs> one for next week. Uh, just come off the top of my head. <laughs> Thank you so much um, to Steve, our <laughs> podcast producer, for making sure Thanks, everything Steve. smoothly. Thank you to our guest, Cameron. What a lovely um, surprise to see you on the podcast today. And thanks, Brent. We'll see everybody or we'll hear everyone next week on episode number 70 of BNI, The Australian Story. Yeah.